Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace-fueled wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the grace-fueled wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Hello, welcome back to the Grace Fuels Wife podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas. And this week, we are going to be talking about the josiest of josy topics. How to get our husbands to help around the house. Because, come on, aren't we all upset with this thing already? He doesn't help around the house. <laughs> or maybe you're tired of nagging. You're tired of feeling like a nag. You're tired of him saying, oh, you're always bugging me about helping around the house. And you're tired of maybe doing these little passive aggressive things to get him to do it. And it just doesn't work. So let's jump in. Let's talk about this and how we're going to get him to help around the house more. Number one, what I want to ask you is, are you maybe overhelping him? Are you doing too much? And maybe your answer is, girl, of course I'm doing too much. That's why this episode is resonating with me. I'm going to lose my marbles. I am just going to pull my hair out. I can't take it with him anymore. I am tired of doing all the things. Well, here is a couple of pointers and advice that I have seen in the past that we've talked about. One of the things is maybe we should leave some things undone. Meaning, dishes are piling up and maybe you don't have kids old enough yet whose chores are it to do the dishes. Like in my house, my daughter's 15. That's her chores. There's dishes in there and I'm annoyed and I don't want to do them. Well, that's what you get paid for. Honey, girl, you go do those dishes. So my husband and I don't have to fight about those things. But for those of you who maybe have younger children and Things like that. Maybe it's dishes. Maybe it's laundry. Maybe it's doing the groceries. Come up and it's an issue. Maybe it's something like that. Just let the dishes pile up and maybe he will actually do them. What do you think? Maybe not. <laughs> you know, I was having a discussion with a couple of girlfriends and somebody made a really good point. She said she had read in a book that men are like waffles. And women are like spaghetti. Men like waffles. They keep everything in their little boxes. So they may see dishes, but then walk right past them and go to the other room and go play video games or go watch TV and go watch sports or do whatever and not even notice the dishes. It only will bother him maybe at some other point, but it's going to definitely bother us more than him. So us doing those little passive aggressive things to get him to help may not work, right? Because we see everything like a bowl of spaghetti. We see 
everything all together. And men just don't do that. So then what happens? Then how, how do you do, how do you empower your husband to be a better leader at home? How do you empower him to help out around the house? What do you do? And we found that the answer is like, all the feminists, close your ears, you might get upset with me, but it's like letting him be the hero and coming to the rescue. Men love to come to the rescue. Men love to be the hero. They love to feel needed. And obviously we love to feel needed too, but in a different way. Men are different with it. They just how they feel about, it's just, I don't need to be anybody's hero. I want to feel appreciated, but I certainly don't need to feel like I got to be the hero. So one thing that might work is communicating with him in a way that says something like, I feel overwhelmed when. So it's the formula for the I statement is I feel the emotion when and then whatever the action is. I feel overwhelmed when. And then you can tell him, I'm not sure I can handle anything else. Do you think maybe you can help out? It would be really helpful if you can do those dishes for me. Or in this example, it would be, I feel overwhelmed when I see the dishes in the sink. I can't handle anything else because I've got the baby and waking up in the middle of the night and I'm doing all the laundry and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I just can't handle dishes right now. Do you think you can help me? Or maybe even your husband, let's say he likes to have people over and you get really anxious about having people over because you feel the house needs to be spotless when people come over. Or maybe explaining to him how you... Perhaps maybe you feel anxious, maybe you feel overstimulated, maybe you've, or this overwhelmed, whatever it is, explaining to him how this feeling impacts how you're showing up for him. So when this I statement, I've talked about it on the show, I talk about it in the course, I talk about it, where this I feel emotion when, and then we connect it to something that's important to him, when we connect it to what we can do as a wife. So what that means is now we are appealing to his interests versus making a statement of something like, why can't you just help me more? What's wrong with you? Don't you see there's dishes in the sink? Don't you see I'm feeling overwhelmed? Don't you see I'm stressed out and you're not helping me? Because that's how we feel, right? When we're doing the passive aggressive thing, that's how we feel when we're not purposely not doing the dishes or purposely letting the laundry pile up and he doesn't see it because he's just not wired that way. And then we're upset. Because we're the spaghetti and we see it and we're just like, what's wrong with you? How do you not see that? So when we put it in that way, when we put it in the I feel blank when, and then we connect it to how we can show up better for him. The secret sauce I find is when he realizes that there's something in it for him. That's the interest that we talk about when we talk about interests and positional statements. Again, I have a whole episode on it. And in the episode is called How to Get What You Want Without Nagging. I forget the number, but I will link it in the show notes. Do you wish there was a way to enjoy the happy and connected marriage you expected to have when you said I do? Or maybe a way to feel cherished and sexy and understood by your husband? Or a way to feel like he's more than just a roommate or a co-parent? Listen, I know what it feels like to look at him and think, I love him. He's a good man. I just hate our marriage right now. Or to look at other marriages and wonder, why can't mine be more like that? 
or explore all the resources for Christian couples, but feel forgotten because they make the assumption that he's going to participate. He's going to read the book or try the course or that he's even a Christian. We're trying to ask in every possible way, but still feeling like he just refuses to listen to me. Or the worst, feeling like I was trapped in a loveless marriage. Guess what? That's why I created the Grace Fueled Marriage Method, where I teach you to stop fighting with your husband without feeling guilty for expressing your needs. You'll be able to communicate with him in a way that's loving, but doesn't leave you feeling like a doormat. You'll get the exact formula to communicate in a way that you actually understand each other, and you'll be able to rediscover your friendship and passion all over again. So if you're ready to feel excited when your husband comes home at the end of the day and and feel like you finally have the marriage of your dreams, three, two, one, go run over to the gracefieldsmarriagemethod.gra.com so you can have a marriage where you stop fighting and finally get your needs met. That's how we inspire him to help out around the house. Because remember, we can't control him, but we can certainly inspire him. We can make it so that he actually wants to help out around the house. And I'll use this example that my girlfriend said. She said, I'd like to be able to welcome people into our home if they stop by and not always freak out on you and panic, but I think I'd need help with blank. Would you, which would free me up to do that? So you have, you see how she went with, I would like to blah, 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 blah thing that he wants without the thing that she's doing that he doesn't want, but I would need blank from you to, to help me with that. When we communicate with him in that way, when we, when we phrase things with him in that way, all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, great. That's all I have to do to get my wife to stop freaking out on me. All right. I can do a couple of dishes here and there. I can do some laundry. I like my husband. He's great at the groceries. And not that I hate going to the grocery store, but a lot of times it's, I have a list. There's 10 things on it. Just go to the store and get the list. Other times I want to go, you know, and I want to see what's fresh. I want to get some ideas, but that's not always the case. And my husband, those, that is one of those things where when I'm overwhelmed, he'll say, what can I do to help? What can I take off your plate? And I'll be like, you know what? Groceries would be great right now. And, but this is after years of practice. So if you're sitting there and you're just like, oh my God, your husband actually asks you how you can help. Again, that is because of years of practice. And that is because also I make sure that when he does help, I don't criticize how he does it. So that's another thing that is going to be important. If we criticize when he does help, let me tell you that will be the last time he offers to help. Because he'll say, every time I do the dishes, you tell me I do it wrong. Or every time I do the laundry, you tell me I do it wrong. So what's the point? So we have to make sure that if when he does help and all that, we just, oh, babe, thank you so much. And we just let it go and let go of perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. He doesn't have to do it your way. It just has to get Done. If we're holding on to perfect, then yes, we are going to feel stressed out, overwhelmed, filled with anxiety. And it's no one's fault but our own because we're the ones who aren't able to let go of perfection. The other thing is understanding what he's good at and what he's not good at. So, and my husband, my husband doesn't cook. 
Therefore, I don't ask him to cook, but I ask him to do all the other things that he is really good at, or at least that he does in a way that I can let go of perfect. He may not do the laundry the exact same way that I do it, but does a pretty good enough job. And all I have to say is please don't put these sweaters in there or whatever. And I am totally fine. So when we are looking to get our husbands to help out around the house, stop over helping him, really empowering him to be a better leader at home in terms of doing the things in the house, then these are some of my best tips for you. I hope that was helpful. And if you want to learn more about this little secret sauce of communication and wait a minute, what is an I statement? And what is what are these interests and this positional statement that you're talking about? here and I didn't get enough in this episode or that episode, then hello, ladies. Join me in the Grace Fuels Marriage Method. We go over all of this. I give you all the communication tools and we go over it and we actually model it. This is one of those things. This is one of those examples where you might have a very loving and connected marriage. And so you're just trying to make these little tweaks of having him help out around the house more because that would just make your marriage even better. If that's the case, then you could still benefit from the Grace Fields marriage method because you do learn all of these communication skills in there. And you also get the opportunity to practice them with us. And while you're maybe in there with women who are in a tougher place in their marriage, certainly you are able to benefit from just practicing those communication skills, learning ways that we can do it better, and having a community of support around you. And if not, that is totally fine. I hope this was helpful to you and you saw some value in this episode. If you have, I will ask you, will you take five minutes and give me a review or share it with a friend? That is a great way to thank me. It takes not even five minutes. It takes 30 seconds and it's free. So if you would do that, I would be eternally grateful. I love you guys. And until next week. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.